Are you full of health and wellness information yet struggling to implement into your daily life? Or do you have your health sorted out but struggling to integrate it with your other areas of your life? We've surveyed a number of Wellness Couch fans and recognize that this is the biggest challenge that most of you face in daily life. How do you turn your knowledge into action and a lifestyle? Enter the Wellness Breakthrough. For three days and two nights in February, eight of your Wellness Couch favorites are gathering in Melbourne for one incredible event, and we just have three spots left. Entry to the Wellness Breakthrough is by application only. To apply, simply go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. And apologies in advance if you apply and we're all sold out. You're listening to the One Minute Mindfulness Show with Vicky Kelly and Natalie McGiver. This is the One Minute Mindfulness Show where we explore the life-enhancing power of ancient systems and everyday ways to strengthen our capacity for more mindful living. I'm Vicky Kelly. And I'm Natalie McIver. And so welcome to the show. It's welcome to number one show for 2016. Natalie, I have not connected with you for too long. I know. Hasn't it been a busy, quick couple of months? Um, hello. First and foremost, congratulations. Oh. You're uh, newly engaged. Thank you. Yes, that that was very exciting on Christmas Day and a lovely surprise. So, yes, beautiful way to end the year and begin a new one. Luckiest man in the whole world, I have to say. <laughs> You're not biased, are you, darling? <laughs> <laughs> I so am, buddy. The luckiest man in the world. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. That's beautiful. Yeah, and happy happy New Year's and happy New Year's to all of our beautiful omlings out there. We've had um, bits and pieces uh, of dribbling through a few little stress bunnies out there uh, right before Christmas. However, I think we were able to reach out in some really powerful ways and offer some amazing om practices that enabled people to at least pause, breathe and smile through uh, that silly season. And as we head back into, well, we're already um, February 1, uh, as we head back into this uh, year, I trust that everyone at least got some moments to pause and reflect on uh, their wins for last year because we all had them as as hard as the year was for some of us, including myself at times, uh, we've all, we all, if we take some time just to pause and switch our brain into that plus plus positive mode, there were some amazing moments. And uh, I'm truly grateful for the connections and the relationships and the friendships and the love that I was able to deepen, not only with the people close to me, but also with uh, our communities and not uh, the least of which was our OM community that has grown and grown over the last year. So thank you, OMlings. I love you very much. <laughs> what a beautiful open heart from, from you at this beginning of the year and the beginning of our shows, Vicky. That's just beautiful and, and inspiring and uplifting. And I think it's it's also important for us to remember to not only celebrate the the rewards and the goals we kicked yearly, monthly, quarterly, daily, etc. But even to bring into our practice the, you know, at the end of the day, finishing our day off with, with a, a mindfulness around three to five great things that happened that day for us and keep our gratitude and our mindfulness, uh, focused on looking for more of those great bits that happen every day and, yes. and lead into getting more and more of that. Absolutely. You know, it's really interesting, uh, because I'm a bit of a nerd because over the 
the downtime of, of the Christmas New Year period when we're not working, many of us are not working as much as we would normally. We don't have the same levels of routine. But the one thing that I turn to is the books and the research papers. And my kids say, oh, mum, you're such a nerd. <laughs> However, just in reflecting on, on what you've just said, Natalie, the, the latest the latest data is tell, is explained to us that not only by reflecting on three good things that have happened in, in the day, but also um, to deepen that and really hardwire that into our nervous systems, into our plus plus, our positive positivity nervous systems, is to share that either with a friend or a family member or even our journal if we're not around people at that time. But ideally it's to share it with someone else. So even if it's a um, you know, a, a communication with someone around you to say, hey, you know, there were three really great things about my day today. And it's something that we do uh, regularly in with my family when we can sit around and have dinner t- together. It's, you know, what were the highlights of today? What were some good things about today? And they can be small or large, but you make a really important point, Natalie, getting to the end of the day and just closing off our day in reflection of amongst Everything else, what were some of the good things that, that occurred? And they tend to be, uh, those good things often tend to be around people, around our social connections and what we also know about our social connections, our friendships, those people around us. It's it's those connections that are um, one of the biggest predictors of our long-term happiness, our long-term ful- fulfilment. And that big, that big happiness, the Harvard Uh, 75-year happiness study, the one resounding um, result that came out of that is above anything, above what our wealth, you know, how much money you've got, your education, your, your, um, your resource, your availability to resources. The number one thing that trumped everything else was social connections. So that's friendships. Yeah. The relationships that we have. So get out there and uh, maybe 2016 is the year of deepening and expanding our social connections. And wouldn't it be cool if, if our community, our omlings, felt that they'd like to list one to three good bits that happened to them on our Facebook page? Wouldn't that be great to be able to share in the celebration of that as well? Um, yes, please do. Yeah. There are our omlings out there in the community that may not feel like they've got uh, to be uh, grateful for on some days. However, by reading other people's gratitudes and other, other people's wins, it does create a little a little burst of uh, happy hormones in our system because uh, I know that our community, particularly our community, uh, has a, a deep a deep desire to uh, connect with those around us. So do that, please. Jump on your favourite online social media addiction and post post some stuff. Yeah, I'll kick it off when we get off the um off the show I'll go and kick it off on our Facebook page so I'd really love people to respond to that when they felt like it and let's get a whole page of of gratitudes and positivity going there and you know we know the ripple effect of that out into the community is massive so we make a difference to ourselves and others and also the wider community through Facey and other social media outlets so that's a really positive way to to use our little social media addictions isn't it (laughs) And absolutely, it's 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 like that. Many one of the one of the the, the biggest New Year's resolutions is around food and exercise, mm. and you know we want to we want to put better food into our body, and so that's our physical health, 
And um, one of the big things that, that uh, we can often miss is our emotional nutrients. And our emotional nutrients come down really to one thing, and it's how how we can get our brain in to a positive state, out of neutral, out of negative, or, or out of stress. When we can get our brain into a plus-plus state, I, I call it, uh, that's it's essentially like um, super green food for our brain. <laughs> and, you know, they say that for every one negative um, emotion or thought or reaction we have in the day, we need three more positive ones to counteract the energetic effect that that has on our systems. Absolutely, and that's because of that uh, that bias we have towards scanning the threat. So it's called in science we call it the negativity bias, and it's essentially we were we're wired for negativity. We're wired to scan for threats, and so if we can train our brain and strengthen our capacity to be in our plus plus brain, so our positive brain, we because we don't need to scan for threats as. Um, as intensely as we used to to survive, you know, in 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 the uh, many many hundreds of years ago, if we didn't if we didn't uh, pick up on a threat, we were we became fodder and food for for some predator. Now those threats show up in many many different forms, and they're not necessarily life threatening for for most of us on a day day to day basis. However, we've still got that latent system going. Um, that we haven't yet evolved through. So training our brain through through simple practices, and we're going to go through some of those today as we explore the effect of training our brains towards and shifting our brains towards positivity. It just, yeah, um, yeah training training our attention and our brain in that way is, as I said, it's like good good food for the brain. It's it's essentially like a we're washing our brain in nutrients. Every time we can shift our focus towards positivity, either through the thoughts that we think, the words that we say, the kindnesses and the gestures we we afford to other people, we're essentially washing our brain in vital nutrients, um, so that our brain fo- tends to focus in the future more on that plus plus state. It's very 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 exciting. It is, and a great start to to the new year because it's it's often that we make these resolutions at the end of a year we we want to unpack the year we want to say what we want to do differently or what we never want to experience again or what we want to bring in to the next year and then the new year starts and we have all this excitement and adrenaline around christmas and new years and holidays and things like that and then february comes and things don't look any different and that can often be a real slump for us to to pull ourselves back up and remember the the goals we might have set or the or the or the um, inspiration we might have felt a few weeks ago at the beginning of a new year, and we move through February and think, oh yeah, and it's, it can be a little flat. So good, oh, uh, the good holiday time hangover. The holiday hangover, yeah. And it's you know it, it is it is amazing, and and as important as it is to reflect on, as you said, the things that we that you know, that we don't want to experience again, the ways that we that we don't want to be. What we tend to do is move into a new year and forget about what happened last year, good good and bad, but mostly we forget about the good. Mm. And so part of energising our ability to be more productive and more motivated 
in the future is by not just immediately moving the goalposts. And there's there's a really unique thing about this plus-plus brain state, this positivity state. Literally, metaphorically and um, virtually, these plus-plus states in our brain expand our awareness. Now, when I say literally, they literally expand our peripheral vision when we're in a positive state. But more than that, they expand our awareness so that we can our mind expands so that we're more resourceful and we're more able to see the bigger picture of a situation than when we're in a negative or neutral state because a negative or neutral state literally narrows our mindset. And if we're stressed, that mindset is narrowed even further. So the resources that we have available are really small. Whereas when we're in that, if we can train ourselves to be in that positive state, particularly when we start our day, because we've, we've heard, my, you know, the mantra, the way we start our day is the way we live our day. If we can train ourselves first thing in the morning to be in that plus-plus state, we, we literally and metaphorically broaden and expand our awareness and open up our mindset. It helps us connect with others more effectively. As I said, we're more resourceful in difficult situations. Um. Yeah, it's 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 good stuff for the brain. It is indeed. So one of the things I've noticed this last couple of weeks of January is this is the first time I've worked through any school holiday period except in the own in my own business in my own home. So for me, the beach dweller, the pool dweller, the person who reads books all summer long and shuts their business down, this is the first time in, in 10 years that I've been at work and I have had severe cabin fever being stuck in the office and severe <laughs> holiday beach river envy as I watch everybody trekking down with all their in their dripping togs and, mm-hmm. and, um, and their picnic baskets. And and what I what I did was rather than you know I did have a little bit of a sulk and it's not fair and I can't wait for the weekend stuff going on, but I, I made some decisions to actually take my lunch break and take my food down to the river. It's about five minute walk and sit there and enjoy that. So I actually instead of staying in the office going well I can't go to the beach and I can't have a swim, I applied what I could. I went down, I walked in the sand, I sat there. I was around that energy and then I walked back to the office and, you know, whilst it wasn't as, as good as a swim or a paddleboard and all the freedom that I'm used to, you know, it, being mindful and in that moment and going down and doing my mindfulness breath while I was sitting there, I, I really I really felt like that 20 minutes or so was a much bigger period of time. Mm-hmm. Because, and that's that, that's that, that's that fine example of expanding your awareness. You, you decided that, you could you could have um, you know wallowed in your pity party. Mm-hmm. However, it's not you know positivity is not about you know giving a giving a bright side to everything, putting a you know a plus plus on everything. It just allows you to deal with the crap mm-hmm. that goes on in life called life. It d- allows you to deal with the ups and downs a whole lot more effectively. So it's not about putting a positive spin on everything. And I know that positive thinking and the you know the whole self-help positive psychology movement has a bad rap about well some things are just really crap and I agree some things are just really crap and they don't make any sense at all however when we're in our pity party state our ability to respond to the stuff that goes on in our life is less 
then when we're in a plus-plus state and able to look at those situations and people and relationships and and challenges for what they are with with our plus-plus brain because that just opens up our awareness. And um, when we look at... I look at the, our OM practices and, and they're the practices that I certainly use in, in my most challenging moments. You know, the pause, breathe, smile is one of the most powerful tools that I've ever come across and that I use in my personal life. And as I said, I've had, you know, some, some significant um, challenges last year where sometimes all I could do was pause, breathe and smile and yet just being in that um, moment and particularly those practices that are designed to promote my positive emotions, they just act like a, a, a fuel to the joy parts of my brain. And so that's essentially what we're wanting to do in, in our session today, in our podcast today, is offer you particularly some morning routines that will take you less than a minute um, that you can choose to take on board that will just allow you to shift your brain towards a more positive state. It's designed to promote, these practices are designed to promote those positive emotions and fuel the joy parts of your brain. And it just gives you the chance for a happier, um, more optimistic day and trains your brain to scan for the uh, plus plus parts of your day moving forward in the future. It cools off that negativity bias of the brain and keeps us focused towards a more positive state. And when we're more positive, when we're, we're, we're um, just, we're more resourceful, we, our minds are more open, we have more capacity to be able to make a difference in, in whatever situation is going on at the time, good or bad. And a real difference within ourselves. A real difference within ourselves, exactly. Yes. Let's let's make that the motto for 2016. Yes. I'm, you know, Natalie, I am still still getting to that. And uh, you know me. I'm probably, I think, better than I know myself sometimes. And when, when people say, you know, do it for yourself, I, for some reason over many decades I've conditioned myself, no, 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 not me, not me. I, I, if, I do it for, if I do it for other people, that's the better thing because then that'll help me anyway. And so I still have that little resistance and I know that 2016 for me is going to be spending and investing some time in the mirror to say, hey, you, it's okay to be kind with yourself first. <laughs> it doesn't take away from anyone else. No, it doesn't, it doesn't. And on that note... Can you yeah. take us about um, a tea? Can you take us to your little retreat journey you you explored this this month? Wow. Um, take us there. Tell us about oh, that for you. That's yeah. a big step for you to have done that. Oh, I know, I know. I have never been on a luxury retreat. I've been on um, deep immersion, heavy training, ten day uh, in silence, vipassana, sit on the cushion and face the wall sort of retreats never to a luxury retreat, and it was at Guingana, and um, lots of people would probably know of Guingana, and um, I hadn't heard of it, never been there, and it was a gift. It was a gift from some beautiful people who uh, saw the value in me taking some time out. And so I went, and it was a a three-day chill-out, and 
I uh, negotiated my way into a, a day and a half silence, and the only way that they would they would allow that was if I you know agreed to some counselling, which was which was fine. But the retreat and the experience and the people, the passion in the people that were there was incredible. There was probably fifty delegates, I, I imagine, from all walks of life, and interestingly, lots of young people who had saved all year to be able to come to these retreats. And I had the most amazing, amazing experience, and I was able to reconnect with myself and reconnect with my value as as a person and my uh, my worthiness. And it was just an amazing experience not to have to think about or plan food for three months. <laughs> um, we, we were awake at five in the morning and we did qigong and um, some stretching and some long, long walks. And I had no schedules and no meetings and no back-to-back anything and I, and I wasn't rushing my way through my days. And the one take-home I got out of this, and I know, Natalie, that you were laughing about this, is... I had a, I had a breakup. You had I, a breakup I, on I, retreat. I broke up on retreat, and it's it's not the one that people are thinking. However, it is. I broke up with my relationship with sleep for probably the last ten years, maybe a little more. Um, I've had a a I've been I've been sleep boss so. Four to five hours, five hours tops, and I could meditate my way through my days and still what I thought be really productive. And and I just learnt a lot about sleep at the retreat and learnt a lot about the value of sleep and um, the the detrimental effect on across all areas of our um, life of not getting enough quantity sleep, let alone the quality sleep. I think I sleep very deeply, but I I need I needed you know, more sleep. And my body analysis showed that and I denied it and denied it. And so I just, I broke up. I dumped my old relationship with sleep. And you'll be happy to know I've been having seven and eight hours sleep a night. Wow. I know. Wow. And how has that changed things or not changed things? Well, uh, it came with some resistance and I did need to shift my my brain at, at night time towards um, the value of, of going to sleep. I'm not sure that I've noticed a difference, um, a significant difference, maybe in my skin a little bit. Uh, however, yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm not as attached to having to train myself for productivity. So I think organically I have more energy because I'm not having to train myself um, into into a, that uh, a, a wired up state, uh, so yeah, so so it's a wait and see. It's only been a few weeks. However, twenty sixteen is the year that uh, Vicky and Sleep fall deeply in love. <laughs> <laughs> deeply in love with self, perhaps. <clears throat> yeah, we'll we'll keep. Gently nudging you, Vicky. Yeah, yeah. Gently, gently. Keep inviting me back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am indeed. So we were going to also talk about um, a nice a new morning on routine, um, bringing in some newness to, to the year as well. So what have you got for us today? So, so more, 
more and more research, and I know that I talk about the on practices and particularly the one-minute practices coming about by default, and it was partly due to my desperation of needing to train my system for short bursts, but also working with people with eating disorders on both ends of the spectrum. Uh, and I, I knew that if I could get them paying attention, even for a short amount of time, they would just get into their more um, positive state. And when we're in that mindful state, we just make better choices towards that better version of ourselves. So it came about by default. But over the years, there's more and more research that's leaning towards the smaller micro choices that we make in our day when it comes to lasting change and particularly lasting positive change. So the morning routine is one of those things that, that people say, yeah, well, you know, you, you, we should get up an hour earlier. Well, maybe we should or maybe we shouldn't, but the reality is most people don't. And so it's what can we do that allows within our life that we can allow again, which is, you know, our, our constant principle, allowing life to inform our practice, that when we wake up first thing in the morning that we could do for just a few minutes, that would really make a shift towards our more positive state, open up our awareness for at least the morning and give us the possibility and the, the, the capacity to be more productive and motivated and kinder and more compassionate with ourselves and others throughout the day. So the first, the very first thing is as soon as you wake in the morning and that's as soon as you wake, before you roll over and check your device, if it happens to still be in your room, get that mistress out of the bedroom. <laughs> before you jump out of bed, before you listen to the news, before you do anything, just take three to five mindful breaths. Just focusing on your out-breath particularly, but before you do anything else, just some beautiful, nice, deep breaths in and long, slow breaths out. Just even just three or five breaths. And then as you continue to breathe, scan for three things that you're grateful for. And now there's a really special key in this gratitude. It has to be new. So I can't say, oh, I'm grateful for waking up, I'm grateful for my family, and I'm grateful for Natalie. That'll do. It has to be new. So we have to get your brain looking. It has to be new and it has to be specific. So, for instance, I'm, I'm grateful for my family is not going to cut it. Something like, today I'm grateful for my beautiful daughter, Grace, because last night she cleaned her room without being asked. You know, it's interesting you um, you bring that one in because I had that thought just yesterday that I, I woke up, did my breath, did my gratitude, and I thought, I just say I'm grateful for the same things every day. So yeah. I was already, my brain was already bored with that thinking, well, oh, yeah, that's not an interesting observation. I just keep saying the same thing, which is great. I am grateful for those. But here's my stretch. Here's the stretch that I was innately asking for. Well, what next? So thanks. Thanks for giving well, me the what next. Hello. We, we all know that you're very well connected and sometimes it scares me. <laughs> so I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> Gently nudge you, gently nudge you. Gently nudge me into this world of esoteric expression. <laughs> However, that is great news. So the, the key in our gratitudes is it has to be new and it has to be specific. 
And the reason um, for it being new is that it's training our brain to scan for the new rather than just going to the default. And when we go to the default, because it's sort of, oh, yeah, same, 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 we don't get that beautiful little endorphin release and particularly the oxytocin release, which is and the oxytocin is sort of like our bonding glue in our nervous system and it bonds us to other people. And so um, searching for the new and making it specific is really important. And then for those of us in the morning who are eating breakfast, and I hope that that's all of us, and if, if Damien, our beautiful food man um, from the Wellness Guys, was on the show, he would he would be saying everybody must eat breakfast and give, he would give us the whole science behind that. Uh, it, for the first three mouthfuls, if you just be with those mouthfuls, just for the first three, even if it's for the first one, that is going to make a difference in your day and because there's no distractions, because you're just eating and knowing that you're eating, one, we're strengthening our mindfulness muscle, but two, when when we're mindful, we're actually shifting our brain into that um, the left prefrontal cortex, which is the positivity centre of our brain. And so just one to three mouthfuls of mindfulness before you start inhaling your breakfast if you have to do that. And then, and this comes from our happiness, um, one of our happiness researchers, Sean Aker, is before your the start of your work day, write and send a positive text or email or note praising or thanking someone that you know. And again, here the key is to choose someone different every day. So before you start your work day, send um, a positive text, an email or note praising or thanking someone that you know um, and making a new person each day. Love it. Maybe we could have some of those on the on page as well where we're praising or thanking someone in our world, our life. You know, I, when I started when I started doing this, and, and I'm, quite, I'm, I'm an Aussie, but I'm sort of, you know, I've got Aussie friends who are like, when I started, found this research and started sending this off, they, it was like, oh, what buzz are you on now, Vicky? <laughs> and so I had to ride the wave of that. And I rode the wave of that. And now I'm, you know, known as Fluffy Vicky and oh, it's it's called Classic Vicky. Classic Miss Vicky, seeing the good in everyone, blah, blah, blah. However, once you ride the wave of that resistance, it's you realise it's not resistance. It's that there are lots of people out there in the world who very rarely get praised or acknowledged. Yeah. And when they do, it's such a shock yeah. that they will push back on it. Yeah. And so it's sort of that, I'm going to love you anyway. Take it or leave it, you're getting, you're getting these notes from me. Oh, I love it. I love it. So do it. Um, expect that there may be a little bit of pushback, but do it anyway. And then just some other... What, what we're wanting to do is, is train, is tr have some on practices, particularly in this episode, that's, that's designed to promote our positive emotions because that's, that's what we're training our brain, and particularly if we can train our brain in, in this first few weeks of the year, we're more likely to pick up the future in a more resourceful and positive way. So throughout the day, if we just go back to our stable, our stable on practice, which is the pause, the breathe, and the smile. 
We pause because we're calling back our attention from the past or the future. We're breathing. We're gathering our attention through our breath. And then we're smiling. We're liberating that attention into a positive state. And then um, kindness is, a, is another amazing thing. If we, can, if we can mindfully and attentively offer three kindnesses to others throughout the day. Now, over the holiday period, one of my kindnesses, uh, my conscious kindnesses in my days was to thank my service people. So thank the people at the cafe, thank the people at the checkouts. I thank them for being there for me in the holiday season. And the response that I got for that acknowledgement filled my heart with joy. I know it filled their heart because the smile and the, you know, sometimes it was just pure relief that somebody had actually noticed. And, you know, it's sort of like you, Natalie, you, you had that envy, holiday envy. I think all of our, particularly in hospitality, people see people having fun and families together. On some level, they wish that they were doing the same, and yet they have to make a living. They have to earn some money to to meet their you know meet their commitments and and responsibilities. And so, the kindness of actually thanking the people for being there in the holiday season to take care of me, just the joy that I felt was incredible. And I know that the the um, the acknowledgement and the 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 energy that it gave the people that I uh, gestured those kindnesses to were amazing as well. I love appreciation. We've we've had a lot of staff turnover of late since I started this position, and I've had um, you know people filling in and people coming down to help out so that I'm not the only one there. And each day I've just you know I'm, I I've felt so much appreciation for whoever is there carrying the load with me, contributing to it, you know, being there with me, that, you know, it's quite surprised that these other staff that I've said, thank you, I so appreciate you being here. And they're like, oh, I'm just doing my job. And I said, but I really appreciate that you are actually here. It's making a massive difference to my day. Um, and, you know, they're a little taken back. So I think, I think you're right. You started on that at the beginning of this show that um, we don't, uh, put ourselves out there we don't market ourselves we don't ask for gratitude and appreciation towards ourselves but it feels so good when someone gives it to us but equally or maybe even more so when we can actually acknowledge and give that to someone else that's that's mm. such a great gift it is an amazing well, it deepens our social connections and deepens deepens that um it deepens our relationships across all levels. You know, we have we have very superficial relationships with, you know, our service providers and then we have our deep, more intimate relationships. However, they're all relationships and they all have their value in our um, social ecosystem of, of our body. And as I highlighted right at the beginning, you know, one of the one of the one of the big ones, one of the big ones when it comes to our long term health our long-term happiness, our long-term fulfilment, our ability to live longer and with more vitality all comes down to our social connections, our friendships, our family groups, our um, communities and the people that that, and the way that we interact with with those um, socially with, with the people around us. 
And on, on that note, just before we finish up, I would, I would like to acknowledge that that's what I get out of being part of hosting this show with you, Vicky, and, and expanding into the, the online community, you know, a deep sense of appreciation and, and growth and learning. I'm always being inspired by our, our feedback, our questions, the, the knowledge that you bring to the podcast, just our interaction. And, you know, that appreciation and that connection we have, we still haven't met in person, so it's still a very much we're online. So close, we were so close, and yet so far, just a few we hours away, but yet we were. 2016, 2016 is the year of of Natalie and Vicky coming together. Watch out, world! Watch out! We'll we'll do a couple of podcast shows that um during that catch up because I'm sure we'll have plenty to say. Um, but it is time for us to finish the show off. It's been an exciting start to the show. I think we might even. Um, spend some more time in, in the next show that we host talking about how to break up with habits because I think you must have had an amazing experience and insight into to how you did that and how you that could really benefit others who were sitting there thinking, oh, I don't know how to stop that coffee habit or that waking up at 2 o'clock or that, you know, not making conscious choices in my life. So I think we'll come back to that one. Love to, love to. And it's all... this wellness catch podcast brought to you by audible do you find that you just don't have time to read all the awesome books that you hear mentioned on the wellness couch well audible might just have the answer audible is offering the wellness catch listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service you can get books like eat right for your blood type why we get fat by gary torps paleo diet for athletes or even the success principles by jack canfield so to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch again that's audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch for your free audiobook
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.